All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. It's a podcast on a Wednesday. It's always weird when we're off Monday. What's up, Al? How are oh, you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Today's Wednesday, but it feels like Tuesday. Tomorrow will be Thursday. I don't know what it'll feel like. And Friday, you just can't wait for it to get here. I think tomorrow is when it gets back to normal, where it's actually Thursday and it feels like Thursday. Probably true. That's what I'm feeling I like. would agree with that. Yes. It's been a very weird week so far. It has on been. On a lot of different fronts. <laughs> yes, today was an interesting Some program. Some of which I, right, we will not even expand on. Yes. But so be it. So here's something, Jerry. At least you're not this gentleman. This happened uh, locally in Queens. A cabbie who was working the 1 a.m. shift, which I can't imagine. Nothing good ever happens. I mean, wh- do they get to pick which shift they work? I don't, you know, it's funny. Like if you're I don't a cabbie? The, I don't know the answer to that because I would think if you join a cab company, why would you get to be able to pick? Like, shouldn't it go by seniority like every other business? Right. And if you don't want to do it, why wouldn't you just become an Uber driver? But I bet there are people that want that shift because you're probably not sitting in traffic. True. There's not as many cabs, a lot, not as much competition. Not as many fares, though, either. Right, and you got to think it's mostly troublemakers. And people that are drunk. Right. Can't be good. So this cabbie at 1 a.m. during his 1 a.m. shift there in Queens... Uh, he was out of his car for some reason, and he and someone had approached him. He thought needed directions, mm-hmm. and it turned out the guy wanted to rob him of the cabbie of his wallet. Okay, sounds about right. But, but to add insult to injury, upon knocking him down and stealing his wallet, he also ripped his toupee off his head. Ow! And took off with it. Now, how does a toupee work? <laughs> Is that glued to your to your bald head? I think some of them are glued. There are some also that somehow snap into your head. Like, I don't know. Velcro on your head? Not Velcro. Almost like uh, how you would snap a button on, like how you would button your jacket. Stop it. There are some that snap in. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. I'm like, why would this guy need to have a wig? I'm looking at him here in the paper without his wig on. Looks like a fine gentleman. Some people cannot handle being bald. I think that's the answer. It's very simple. It's just a bad... They f- they don't feel great being bald. No, I can tell you right now because I'm going bald. You are. Slowly, but I am. And I'm getting the old, the Eric Spitz hairline that you can see. It's going on the right side. The widow's the peak, side. I think they call the, that. Stop, I don't like that. Oh, all right. Different. Whatever you want to we'll call it. We'll use the double call it the Eric Spitz look. Let's call it the Spitz baldness. All right. All right. That's where mine's going. And I'm not going to do anything about it. I don't care. But when it gets to a point where it's really thin and it's kind of looking ridiculous... I will wear a hat every day. I like wearing hats. I think a you still. It's kind of like when you see Derek Jeter without the hat on. It's like who is that weird looking? Yeah, dude? so he looks strange. Derek Jeter in a Yankee hat looks. I mean, let's be honest. He looks like a handsome guy. He looks right. good. Hat off, goofy. 
So you could just become a guy that's always in a hat. I 100% could do that. No question. And as long as you keep it trimmed up, the the thinning hair looks bad when people keep it longer than it should be. Right, because they don't want all the hair to go. Yeah, because then that looks sloppy. But but where does the hair go? I don't know. So, like, you're going bald. I don't, you don't see it in the bed. Right. Right? I mean, I don't anyway. You don't see it in the shower. It's not, like, trailing you when you're walking. So where is it? I don't know. And meanwhile, you see women's hair everywhere. Yeah, very odd. Everywhere. And they don't go bald. Right. That's I why I always it. wonder like how um men cheat and get away with it. it. The woman's hair is everywhere. And her and usually the scent too, you would think. You would think. I don't understand. Well, I mean, I actually do understand how people cheat and get away with it. I mean, I see your point. Yeah. The women's so hair many, is everywhere. Sadly, there are many opportunities for people. And I can certainly see how you can get away with it. And then the other thing with being bald, Jerry, this is a problem that I have now. My, your hair, your head will still produce uh, oils right. for your hair, even okay. though you don't have hair. Thus, my hair gets, my bald head gets like greasy. It's disgusting. It's life without hair. So sometimes like when I go into the bathroom, when I'm leaving, I will wet a uh, paper towel. Really? And dab my, my top of my head. So even if you're not sweating. Yeah. It's just the oils that your Does hair... Does it smell? No, no, no. But it's funny because people like to tap a bald guy on top of the head or yeah, just yeah. walk by and... By the way, who does that? Well, like boomers, a big squeeze the top oh, of your true? head. Yeah, and I, in, my, in my head, I just think, he just got a handful of grease, right? Ew. <laughs> Duke's grease. <laughs> a handful of my bald head grease. You should bottle that. So if you see a, a wig, a man wig anywhere in, on the streets of Queens, like if the mugger tossed it, please put it aside for this gentleman. His name is Muhammad Munir. Yeah, that's he would what I'm like, going to do. He would like his hair back, By the way, we saw the biggest rat walking in here today. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I pointed out to my son as we were walking down the block. I'm like, look, look, look. Check that thing out. I think yeah. it was run, like it was running a marathon in New York City. It was sprinting down Charlton Street. Like, yeah. Right in the middle of the sidewalk. Yesterday, my nephew came to work with me, and uh, I was I was getting them all set up for, we're probably going to see some rats when we park. And we, we ended up parking in a different spot, no rats. And I think he was disappointed. Yeah. Well. <laughs> How about this, Jerry? I bring to you from the Olympics. A Chinese uh, swimmer. I'm going to say her name incorrectly, but I'm going to give it a shot. Her her first name is Fu, and her last name is Yuan, Yuan Huey, I believe. So for short, she goes by Fu Yu? Fu Yu. Let's call her Fu. Because her first name okay. is Fu. It's really just her first name is Fu. Her first name is Got Fu, and, and she's become an internet sensation because of how honest she was about why she lost. Okay. She felt like she lost because she, and she was upset for her teammates because she felt like she didn't have the proper energy because it's her time of the month. Oh, that stinks. And I just thought, imagine when you train to be in the Olympics, the amount of years... That goes into that, yeah. right? Your whole life, basically. Your whole life. Yeah. Every day, all day. And then the timing on that is brutal. Could not have been worse. That's awful. And now. And that's true, too. I mean, if you have a what? girlfriend or a wife yeah. and you see that, it does. It has an effect. Now, I always thought Olympians, and I don't know this, I was always under the assumption most female athletes took a pill to basically. Do away with that. Yeah, that's for not good. this time for this time. Right. So I guess they all don't, and that really does stink for her. 
That is terrible timing. Yeah, that's awful. You Absolutely. feel bad for it, too, yes. actually. You know, yeah. speaking of internet sensation and stuff yeah. like that, have you ever read the story, and if you Google it, it'll come right up. Google it. The guy that gave up coffee for 15 months? No. I, I don't know why he did it. That's not part of the explanation, but he did. he basically detailed his journey without coffee and alcohol. The goal was 12 months. He wound up going 15 months, and at that time was still going. And he realized how much healthier he became, how much happier he became, how much better his sleep quality. The sleep, he said, was ridiculous, how much better he slept. The problem was he became a boring human being because the, hey, you want to go get a drink after work turned into, why? You don't go grab coffee just to chat. And as he put it, you take away the coffee and the drinks. Who in their right mind says, Hey, do you want to go to the restaurant to just talk? Or grab guys, a water. We, right. Or you want to go grab a Coke and just talk? We don't do that. He goes, so I don't go out. And the amount of money he said he saved, because he lived in Manhattan, said he was saving. He realized after six months, he had thousands of dollars sitting in his account that he otherwise would have spent on drinks and coffee daily. Right. And he said he became as regular as he's ever been in his life. Is that right? I like that. Suddenly he said he pooped like a champ. What about, uh, what if you just uh, had decaf? He said once in a while he would treat himself to a decaf, but realized, what's the point? Just switch to green tea and iced tea. And now that's when someone wants to go grab a coffee, he will go and grab a cup of tea. A green tea. But he has not had coffee in months on end and not not an ounce of alcohol in 15 months. Very interesting. And if you look at it, the amount of hits he got, like Huffington Post wrote a piece about him doing this. There's a whole bunch of like links and articles about it. So it's just interesting because we talk about, you know, becoming an internet sensation. Right. And you do it by not drinking coffee. This guy did. I, I still like when you wake up in the morning, do you go, ooh, I'm, I'm going to get me a coffee? I'll tell you when I do. Saturdays. Like you, when you wake up, you when it hits you that you're awake, on Saturday you start and thinking like, ooh, I'm going to get a coffee. Yes, on me Saturdays too. and Sundays I do. During the week... Hit and miss. During the week, is it more of like that's part of your morning routine? I don't, I know, I don't, with the coffee, I don't have a morning routine. Like this morning, just because I did not sleep well last night for various reasons, I did go to the Dunkin' Donuts drive through this morning. Yesterday, I had a protein shake driving in. I didn't have one cup of coffee yesterday. Uh, I made a cup, I had about two sips of it, and I threw it out and didn't drink it. Uh, today, I had the one cup of Dunkin' Donuts. That's been it. On Monday, I was off. I did not have any coffee. It's, Whatever. Where would you rank the coffees, your favorite brands to go get? Uh, my favorite brand would probably be... To go like to go out and not to prepare at home when yeah, you're yeah. going to go get a cup of regular coffee. For me, it's uh, probably Dunkin' Donuts, believe it or not, is one. Um, st- I do not put Starbucks in the mix. Um, and then it's the one I make at home. Have you been to this Rook coffee? You know, I have that not was? Yet, oh, no. you got to go. I'm hooked on this... Um, the Rook Iced New Orleans style. Really? It's regular, uh, it's coffee with chicory in it. Interesting. Like this natural root of some sort. Okay. It's very good, Jerry. I will try Rooks. I got one in Homedale now. You got to so go. I will try them next. The Rook New Orleans style iced coffee. Is chicory. Is Pete's a brand? Pete? Yes. Pete's coffee. I want to say in Florida we stopped at a coffee yes. house and it was a Pete's, I think. And I mm-hmm. like that a lot. But I uh, maybe I'm wrong. What on What about name. there's one across the street here from the radio station, uh, a new one. I have not been in it. I forget what it's called. I have not been in it. But I will tell you this. 
that the one I don't know how to how do you pronounce the name of that restaurant across the street with the sandwiches? Preta Manger. Yes, their or coffee something. is fantastic, and so is um, Pan, uh, Pandora. Panera. Yeah, Panera. Uh, Panera's coffee might even be better than Dunkin' Donuts for me. Did you hear that, Dunkin' Donuts? For me. For you. For your for taste. Yes. What about like a Wawa Seven Eleven type? I like Wawa. I don't love it. I like it. Seven Eleven's okay. You know, whatever. Quick check, okay. I would prefer Starbucks. I mean, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Starbucks, only the Blonde Rose. I don't like their regular coffee. I'm with you, Blonde Rose. Blonde Rose, very good. Their regular coffee, I don't like. And I love any coffee in a diner out of one of those white coffee diner do, huh? coffee cups. Yeah. It's like old school. It's old school. And I had always heard that the coffee is best in diners because they don't really ever clean the machines. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> That's kind of like always reusing the grease and the uh, fatty oil. <laughs> yeah, that that gives it part of its charm. Oh, God. That's gross. Yeah, it's delicious. Then again, I haven't cleaned my coffee cup. In years. Oh, you don't? No, I, I just rinse use the it. hot water yeah. out of the thing, and I swish it around, and that's it. That's what I do. I that's, rinse it. So that's fair, I guess. I haven't cleaned my coffee cup here at work or the knife that I use to get peanut butter out of the jar. Yeah. I just wipe it. See, that's I cut an apple into my oatmeal every morning. I got the same knife in my bag. Yeah. It's like sticky and disgusting. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? That's, that is not good. I guess once in a while we should bring the yeah, moment to the washing machine yes. or the dishwasher. Absolutely. Gross. Jerry, even though we don't clean our coffee cups or our knives here at work, uh, one thing I was just reading a new study about people that reuse water bottles. Oh, I do that. You know, the ones like instead of taking a fresh new water bottle yeah. every day. I have one in my bag right you now. You have like a squeeze bottle that you yes. use. You take to the gym. You take to work. That sort of thing. I would say I probably use a water bottle for about three, four weeks. Uh, before what? Throwing it out. Like, yeah. Uh, so if you. Uh, hmm. So a water <laughs> bottle that you purchase with water in it right. already. Then you'll reuse that one I'll for three to four weeks. For weeks. And clearly not washing it. Why would I wash it? Well, those. There's just water in it. <laughs> this study says those are disgusting. Why? Because you keep putting your mouth on it, and it's uh, a lot of bacteria and then germs over time. But they're my bacteria and germs. I guess you could look at it that way. But here's the thing that I think about here in particular. Okay. So using that theory, you're putting your lips on the bottle. I, I do. My son says I drink very strangely because I do not put the you bottle. you I do. Okay. And I basically pour the water in my mouth more so than the way other people drink it. But, well, yes. but you would say most people are yes, putting their lips. Definitely. And then here we have a um, water tank, which we can fill up our waters. Yes. And that you're practically putting that tube that delivers the water into your water cup. Yes. I is, try very hard for it not to touch the bottle, right. but it does. I'm and you know stupid. the other slobs around here are touching oh, the thing. You're so killing that's got to be filled with germs. I can't do this anymore now? Well, I'm going to do it still, too, because oh. at some point you have to stop with the germs, I think. No, oh, now I'm disgusted. So beware of that. Man. Reusable water bottles. Well, this is disappointing. Well, I mean, it's good for the environment because you're, you're, you're not having any problems there. You're, re, you're recycling, really, Jerry. And then this study, why go from one study to another? Going to concerts regularly leads to a happier life. Really? Well, you go to a lot of concerts. I do Are go you to happy? a lot of concerts. Oh, Jerry, I'm very happy, obviously. I'm going to throw out some shows that I'm considering going to okay. and some that I am going to. All right. And then you tell me whether you would find those interesting. Okay. Uh, a combination Wallflowers Blues Traveler. You know, concert. I would be interested. Yes, that's going on at the Stone Pony. I would be interested. The Wallflowers yeah. are playing Stone Pony, huh? With Blues Traveler, I would be interested in that. Now, I was never a big Blues Traveler fan, but yeah, and I like a, a handful of their songs. Yeah. 
Now, I did read that that bl- the main blues traveler guy, John Popper. Yeah. I love it when you call me John Popper. <laughs> he, he, I guess, just went through some sort of heart situation. Well, that's not good. So, <laughs> I don't know if they're canceling that show. Huh. And if so, do you think Wallflowers themselves could fill the stone pony? I don't know why they could. I mean, I would I think I don't know why so. they couldn't either. I mean, Wallflowers in the day, I'm trying to think. In the did, 90s. I think I saw them at the PNC Bank Art Center. Yes, probably. In the late 90s, and it was really after their when they hit it big. Do you remember what that their big C- CD was called? I don't. Bringing down the they bring horse. Bringing down a horse. Yeah. yeah. Now that that just, had a bunch of great songs as on it. As soon as you started doing it, well, One Headlight was their big one. One Headlight. But that's Jacob Dylan, right? Yes. Yeah. They also had three Marlenas. Sure. They were very much like, um, God, I always do this. I can't think of the band. They had one. Uh, Third Eye Blind. Yes, with Jumper and all those songs where it was like you literally. One song after the next. One was better than the next one. And then right. you never really heard from them again. Yeah. Wallflowers had a couple more hits throughout the year. They're not hits, but songs on the radio. Okay. That that got some airplay that you would know if I played for you. But not oh, big yeah. albums. They weren't not big albums. Yeah. I do think, because that, I mean, again, you're you're tailoring it to an audience of you know, guys in their 30s and 40s, but I do think they could fill... How many people, before I say that, how many people does the Stone Pony hold? Well, this was, I'm not sure, but this was for the summer stage, which I did ask recently at the Stone Pony what they what the summer stage can hold, and it's like 4,500 people. How could they not sell that? That's out? what I think. In the yeah. summer, on a Friday night? I mean, we're looking at some of these acts that are filling up Madison Square Garden, and I don't understand. Right. It. I saw that Bruce Springsteen cover band there. The place was packed. By the way, how about this? I got an ad for a Bruce Springsteen ticket on Groupon. See, that's embarrassing. He doesn't need to do that. Evidently. And he's not, and I don't think he's the one doing it. I think it's the building that's doing it. Yeah, but still, so that means. Too many shows. Too many shows, and they're all they're all midweek. Okay. Well, that, that could be why then. Right. So that's another one I was going to throw at you. Bruce Springsteen, would you go see that? I would try it again, yes. Yeah. I would. I don't know that I would go on a Wednesday night when we're working the next morning. But I, I, yeah, I would go. I would try a Springsteen concert because I didn't have a good experience my last time. What about this weekend at MetLife Stadium, Kenny Chesney? I don't think I could pick him out of a lineup or one of his songs. Right. If you get, maybe I could, and maybe I didn't know it was Kenny Chesney. I don't think I would spend the money or the time on that. Like I'm a big Kenny Chesney fan, and he has like four opening acts, all with huge country hits. Oh, okay, like it's like a big kind of like a festival. So almost. that makes it even for you makes yeah. it all the more worthwhile. And then I did purchase tickets already for this Stone Pony Summer Stage on the Friday of Labor Day weekend. Willie Nelson. I thought he died. No, no, he's alive. Is he really? Yes. But I was thinking that when he was coming to the Stone Pony. These guys don't always have a lot of years left in them. <laughs> See them while they're still touring. <laughs> so that was the theory I was going with. That's actually very funny. And I actually like, a, I'm sure there's a thousand Willie Nelson songs I've never heard of. Yeah, sure. But I feel like I know like 10 Willie Nelson songs. You might. Over the years. You might. It's so funny that might be I something. forgot, I completely forgot McCartney was at MetLife Stadium yes. last week. Well, that was a Sunday night as well. It was. But I also, I remember when that came out and the date was announced, I said to my wife, I'm like, you know, he looks great. He's still running around on stage in his early seven. He looks fantastic. But I also said, forget if he'll keep playing. Who knows if he's ever in New York again? Right. And I remember saying I wanted to go to it and I completely forgot about it. I didn't get tickets. And I saw the article in the paper the next day. I'm like, you idiot. Because like you with Willie Nelson, 
Who knows? Harris Allen went. He was raving about it. I'm sure he was. Well, Harris mean, I, has seen a lot of shows. I've actually watched some of his shows on YouTube recently. I watched him. There was one in San Francisco, I think, uh, a couple months ago that I watched. Someone videoed. It was great, but I missed it. And then let me segue to a rock star doing something different. Okay. Eric Clapton, the guitarist extraordinaire, Jerry. He was in Iceland and he caught the biggest salmon of the year. Now, check this out. Are you a fishing guy at all? No, I hate fishing. Me neither. I don't understand it. So, it took Eric Clapton two and a half hours to reel in this large salmon. Could you imagine trying to fight something in the water for two and a half hours? I couldn't imagine trying to do it for two and a half minutes, let alone two and a half hours. It doesn't say exactly what it weighed for some reason, this article. It had better have been about 90 pounds. <laughs> it is big. There's a picture of Eric Clapton holding the salmon. You ever wonder what it's like to just have more money than God? And nothing but time? And figure, let's go to Iceland and try and find some salmon. Let's go try to break a salmon record for like the if year. You, if, if you all of a sudden realized there was some sort of a lost legal settlement or someone oh, in your family died and you didn't know them, but they were fond of you, and one day you got a letter and said, listen, Albert Dukes, yes, you are the recipient. Of $13 million Ooh. from this estate. That'd be nice. Because they really liked you. I'm not saying you would quit or you would. I don't know what you would do because you still, you're young. You still need something to do every yes. day. Now your worryment about ever being fired goes right out the window. Oh, who cares? I'd be so ballsy here, Jerry. But all of a sudden now, you can do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. What is the first thing you do? I'd Hello? get a cool car. A car? Yeah. You like you wouldn't go on a trip. That's like, like not something you really wanted to oh, do. Yeah, I would go on a trip. Okay, but you really have never thought of. I this, haven't really you? thought of that. Really? See, yeah. I have. <laughs> I you have your full game plan out. Uh, not the whole game trip? plan. I just know the first thing I would do would do would what? be to hop a private jet and go to play Pebble Beach, like that. I know, and I'm spending the weekend at Pebble Beach, probably with my dad, and my kids. You know, why they want to come too? But I'm saying to play golf. Right. That's what I would do immediately. First weekend. It's like, how much do I have? All right, get NetJets on the phone, and let's call Pebble Beach. We're booking it. Beyond that, I haven't really thought much. But I know that's the first thing I would do. I'd probably take a private plane to Iceland and try to beat Eric Clapton's salmon right You'd have salmon for the year. <laughs> Who needs to go to Right, Europe? I would just put this in my freezer. That, that would be it. I would be going to Iceland every Friday after the show to catch his salmon for the week. If somebody just happened to see this and know that it was Eric Clapton because the company that does the fishing sure. tours, they put it on their website because it broke a record okay. for salmon, but they weren't like Eric Clapton caught, they're like one of our anglers caught this giant. How about that? Yeah. Well, it's I don't know funny if they, didn't you know they recognized him. I saw him doing a concert in England on that, all, I don't know what the name of the show is. It's always AUD's audition channel. I don't know what it's called. Um, but it's on direct TV. The Chili Peppers did a concert for iHeartRadio. It was on the other day. And they had clapped into it, and he was singing Wonderful Tonight. And I'm like, who is this? He didn't even look. He I looked didn't old. Recognize, he did. He looked very old. Yeah. Didn't even sound like it was him. And there were certain notes you could tell were him. But I'm watching. I'm like, I couldn't turn it off. It was like a car wreck. I'm like, this is awful. He's so young enough to uh, fight off a salmon for two and a half hours. I guess he's stronger than he looks. Yes. Good for him. All right, coming up next. We have today's warm-up, which, as always, was fantastic. And somebody had asked Jerry on Twitter, why do we put the warm-up show after yes. the post-game show? 
and I, I told the person that uh, most a lot of the people like the post-game show. I didn't want to ruin it for them if they were used to downloading this and getting the post-game show right away. So there's your answer. So there's the answer. This first, warm-up yeah. second. And quite frankly, we did the warm-up already, so yeah. you should have heard it the first yeah, time. Come on. Set your alarm for 545 tomorrow exactly. morning. Enjoy your Wednesday. See you tomorrow. See you. Two, three. See ya. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, All right, sort of. All right, quarter to six, Boomer and Carton coming up in uh, just a few minutes. Al and Jerry with you for the next 15 or so. And last night, boy, I'll tell you, Al, I thought the Yankees were in line for some win last night as they got the jump on the Blue Jays. They were hitting home runs. The rains come, and then, my God, did that game just turn on a dime. And mostly, in large part, because... Michael Pineda was great. After the rain delay, he comes out, and the Yankee bullpen, which we were hailing yesterday for the job they did the night before, was just awful yesterday. So why did they pull the uh, pitcher out for that reason? I'm, I got to be honest. I'm not sure, especially for this, especially for this reason. It was a 42-minute rain delay, right? I understand the concept of when you have a delay for two hours, the pitcher's done. We've seen innings, though. Like the eighth inning last night, how long did that possibly take? Let's say that was the third inning, and the Yankees put up eight runs. Is Pineda done? I mean, that would have been a 30- to 40-minute inning. So I happen to agree with you. I would have kept him in. I understand the reasoning. You know, he's had the surgery on the arm. You don't want to push it. I get it. But if that happens in the scope of a game without rain, he's not coming out. Yeah, I was thinking that exact same thing. What if they had a huge rally inning? Where the other team, well, they're playing the Blue Jays, they're making pitching changes, and all of a sudden the inning's 35 minutes long. Couldn't agree with you more. And You're then, not sending the guy back out there? And they could not figure him out. Under In no way, shape, or form could they figure him out. And then you bring in, you know, Swarzak was a mess. Uh, Warren was no good. You had um, Chase and Shreve had his problems. I mean, they had, they had no answers. I think uh, the one guy that did well was Tyler Clipper that had a 1-2-3 inning. Other than that, the Yankee bullpen was awful last night. And here's the other thing, too, about this. If they would have won last night, and you're looking at it 6 nothing, you're thinking they've won the game. You realize they would have picked up another game on Baltimore and Toronto. And, you know, Detroit lost with Verlander last night. They would have picked up a game on them. The Mariners lost. Well, yes. Okay, well, I had, yeah, I had people on Twitter saying uh, that, you know, the thing Craig was saying, uh, that in baseball you win these certain number of games, you yeah. lose these certain number of games, and then there's a group of games that really count. Yes. And that was one of those. That's one you have to have. Right, that they screwed up last night. The other thing yesterday, Jerry, from the Yankee game, I noticed uh, when they went into the rain delay, Yeah, why does the grounds crew not wear rain gear? Because they're tough guys. No, they're wearing like I don't know. polo shirts. I don't know. And shorts, and they're well, getting poured on. Well, I what guess. What about some nice slick rain gear? I guess you could do that. You also don't know if it's going to rain. I mean, yeah, you but, really don't. But you're there to be the rain guys. I get it, but it's also 90 degrees and humid. You want to throw that stuff on? And what if it doesn't rain? Just like a nice slick, maybe like a shirt, like a t shirt made of raincoat material. They don't care. Another one other thing about the rain and the weather. I was at the Met game Friday, as you know, right? And that was the A-Rod night, and they had the storms. You know, We never got rain at City Field, but it was pouring at Yankee Stadium. The lightning around City Field on Friday night was amazing. Last night at Yankee Stadium, the lightning was all over the place, and they don't stop the game until the field's unplayable because of rain. Does that make any sense? No. Not at all. Has anyone really gotten struck by lightning at a baseball game, though, ever? 
It never happens. You I, never hear people getting struck I, by lightning. I'm not saying I've heard of it or it happens, but you don't want to be the first. I go, last night, Gary Sanchez was struck by lightning <laughs> no, he was during not. the Yankee game. No, he wasn't. But he, you never hear he that. He struck lightning with his bat, yes. but he was not struck by lightning. Hmm. Uh, Chase Utley was in Philadelphia last night. Uh, he was back after he was traded last year to the Dodgers, obviously, and he was awesome. He had a grand slam. He had two home runs. He got a great ovation from the Philly fans. You don't like it. I don't, I don't understand no, why. He, he took a curtain call. Well, because they wanted him to. Yeah, but what I didn't like it from the Philly fans, I expected more of them. They're, they're terrible human beings for the most part, right? They cheer <laughs> injuries. Yes. They're like the worst fans right. in the world in all of their sports. And they're cheering a guy who... But he not... didn't leave. He was traded. All right. So if the Mets, I'll ask, I get the Mets fans are better than Philly fans. I'm, I'm all with that. But We're the best, Jerry. Let's put it into a human being perspective. All right. If the Mets traded, and I'm not, I'm not saying David Wright and Chase Utley are equal to their franchises, but Utley was there a long time. If the Mets traded David Wright, he didn't leave. He was traded, and then he came back for the first time. Is he being booed? Uh, no, but if he hits two home runs, is he taking a curtain call at City Field nah, with a Dodger field. jersey on? Uh, he might. He well, might. Well, why don't we like Daniel Murphy then? He helped the Mets get because, to the World Series. Because Daniel Murphy right now is destroying the Mets, and they are leading the Mets in the division race. You could say the same thing, I guess, for the Dodgers and the Phillies with the wild card. But nobody thinks the Phillies are going to the wild card or making the playoffs. So that doesn't really count to me. The Nationals are the Mets' chief rival right now in the division, and they are killing them. And Daniel Murphy is a main reason why. So I think it's a little bit different in that regard. And you uh, play fantasy baseball, and your claim is that when a when a player like Chase Utley goes back to his old team, yes. you expect either a big night or a terrible night. Correct. And we took him last night, and he gave us about 50 points. Awesome. In fantasy baseball? Yes. Good old FanDuel last night. We killed it again. Seven in a row. And you Not picked Chase Utley just because he was just going back. Just because he was going back, yes. We actually had DJ LeMahieu in the uh, lineup first. Who's Pulled he on? him, the Rockies. <laughs> Who's he on? He's batting three forty two. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> yes, you have. Stop I have it. heard the name. Yes, I could not have. have pinned him on a team, though. Well, all right. Well, he right now is challenging Daniel Murphy. You've got Ramos, who's on Murphy's team, and you've got LeMahieu right now. They're the challengers for the uh, batting title in the National League. But anyway, we pulled him out when we realized Utley was going back for the first time. And it turned out either one would have been a good pick, but Utley was off the charts last night. Did you see uh, the Anthony Rizzo catch? Uh, he went on a dugout of some sort. No, and it wasn't on the dugouts. Anthony Rizzo's the first baseman of the Cubs. He was here, right? Was he one of the guys, Bryant and Rizzo? Were they both here? No, we had uh, Bryant. Right. Boomer's confused at that. Okay. We had Bryant, and then we had Moustakis. Oh, Mike Moustakis from the Royals was yes. in. And Rizzo was the guy that Boomer saw at the Patriots game. Correct. Okay, fair enough. So last night, they're playing the Brewers, second part of a doubleheader. And a foul ball gets hit off to the right. And Anthony Rizzo goes up. They have like a little, like a three-foot wall along the uh, right, uh, the uh, first baseline. He stands on the wall, leans into the crowd on one leg and makes a catch down by his ankles, pulls it out, doesn't even fall down. Now, could you do that in the softball game Thursday night for us? Uh, Probably. But at what point, what is legal in that situation? If I want to stand on the left field, outfield wall, waiting for a ball, if you can, can I it, do that? Yeah, I think if you can climb it, it's fair. You've so, seen Mike Trout climb a wall before. No, I'm saying before the pitcher pitches it, I'm standing on the wall in left field. If, <laughs> or in Yankee, I'm, at, I'm in the short porch. So you want to give up the entire outfield yes. just to sit on the fence? Yes. No, we know they put the shift on for some guys. Right. Part of the shift, I'm on the on the wall. 
<laughs> is that legal? I don't see why it's not. Because that's not if part of can, the field. If you can climb the wall to make a catch, if you want to be dumb enough to sit on the wall, go ahead. So if Rizzo ran into the stands, got in, and ran up the up the steps <laughs> right, and caught a, little, a ball, now we're getting a is that legal? I don't know the answer to that. You now even, you're going to the levels of the absurd. Do you even know baseball, Jerry? <laughs> right, exactly. I'm sorry, who's LeMahieu again? <laughs> yes. What teams he play for? Right. See, I don't like that. I don't like where, where you're able to do those Why? things. Because I feel like that's part of... Like, that's not part of the Are you seeing guys field. make a catch, though, and fall into the crowd? Yeah, I don't like that. It should be a home the run. Because the ball's oh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about a foul ball. Yes. A guy falls into the crowd, makes the catch, pulls the glove yeah. up. But if his feet are in the stands, that should not you be. You think it. it should be a foul ball? Yeah. Well, I disagree, but that's okay. The one thing I don't know, we've seen a guy go up for a ball. The, the ball takes the glove off and go over the wall. That's a home run. You bring up a good point. If the guy falls over the wall with the ball, is it a home run? Don't yes. know the answer to that. That's a home run. All right, we'll take a quick that break. Boomer and Carton. Right. Run. You're That's coming up in five run. minutes. That's a home run. Next on That's the fan. That's a home run. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up in about a minute and a half. Just quickly to recap, Blue Jays came back from 6 nothing down, beat the Yankees 12-6. Good win for the Blue Jays. Tough loss for the Yanks. They play again this afternoon. Sabathia and Hap on the fan at 12-25. Mets beat the Diamondbacks 7-5 in Arizona. And did you see Syndergaard hits a bomb of a home run last night and his reaction he knew it was out I think that's a Met franchise record now Jerry for pitchers which is great I mean three you're actually but you know what when you look at other pitchers and the way they hit and a guy like Cologne who can hit although he hit one this year um, you actually feel comfortable like Steven Matz when he hit on Sunday at one point there were people saying oh is he still going to hit he's got a no hitter it's like even if he didn't have a no hitter the guy's a better option than what you have on the bench. Yeah, let him bat. Absolutely let him bat. All right, I think we got to go. Uh, Boomer and Carton coming up in about 45 seconds on the fan. Get ready for the WFAN Yankees Radio Fan Fest this Saturday from noon to 6 p.m. in Little Italy in Lower Manhattan. We'll have live music from Bernie Williams and his all-star band. A live on-stage interview with Daryl Strawberry and Doc Gooden, hosted by Evan Roberts. Autograph sessions with Cecil Fielder, Chris Chambliss, Mickey Rivers, Jim Larricks, Jeff Nelson, and Roy White, and much more. Full details at WFAN.com and powered by your flagship station for Yankees baseball, along with Boomer and Carton, morning 6 to 10, Bonningo and Roberts, middays 10 to 1, and Mike Francesa, afternoon 6.30. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York.